0: Well, how about the Big 12 showing off its defensive prowess? I'm Pete Mundo. We are Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. And yes, the Big 12 championship is in the books, and we are here to recap it for you, along with the college football playoff selection Sunday show. So first things first. This Big 12 championship game was all about the defense. And by the way, if you're on the podcast, guys, please leave us that rating, review, subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play will send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail. If you do that by sending a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and we will get that koozie in the mail for you guys. All right, so defense on display in the Big 12 championship game. And I'm so glad, I'm so glad the nation was watching the Big 12 on Saturday in this championship game, tear it up on the defensive side of the field. Now, if you want to be a pessimist, if you want to be a Big 12 hater, you can sit there and you can say, Well, you know what? Uh, If you actually look at this game, you know, Baylor was on its third string quarterback. So how good really is the OU defense? How good really are the Big 12 defenses? Watch that game and tell me that the defense was not as good as any defensive game all day. I mean, seriously, look at the rest of the games. The rest of the, I mean, look at the rest, Georgia's, now I know LSU's got a really good offense but is Georgia's defense really that good? I mean, Texas gave up, what, 45 to LSU, and Georgia gave up 38, and we knew, and we know that Texas's defense was so disappointing this year, it got Todd Orlando fired, but Georgia, oh, nobody can touch that Georgia defense, right? I mean, that is one of the nation's best defenses. Uh, don't you doubt the Georgia defense. Well, it just gave up 40 points, so you tell me. I mean, unbelievable. Now, you might look at the final score of this Big 12 championship game and say to yourself, hey, 30-23, how good could the defenses have been? Well, it went to overtime. It was 23-23, and field goals were getting kicked left and right. So I think this was a case of a really good defensive battle for the Big 12. And this game, in many ways, defined what this Big 12 season has been all about. Close games and more defense than you would expect, right? It was a perfect encapsulation of what the Big 12 has been this year. And finally, it was on display, and the nation was actually watching instead of just opining like some of the dopes on ESPN do without actually watching the conference. Whether it's Jim Mora, Joey Galloway, Kirk Herbstreit, uh, any of these guys who just opine on the Big 12 and say, well, you know, they just throw the ball around, they don't play any defense, and it's all about the offense. Not this year. Not this year. And guess what? Matt Rule? Matt Rule was right when he went on Twitter after the game and said, that was a defensive battle in the Big 12 conference. This conference does not get enough love for that. And you know who else made that point as well? The other person that made that point? Jalen freaking Hurts. So, I mean, this, this was a great day for the Big 12. It displayed its prowess on both sides of the ball. And you know what? Now you got the Oklahoma Sooners going off to the college football playoff. Uh, this was the specific tweet from Matt Rule. Thank you, Baylor football fans, for showing up today. I know you're disappointed, but I hope you're proud as well. Congratulations to OU on their win today. The Big 12 plays defense and great football, defense in all caps. We look forward to cheering on the Sooners in the college football playoff. Matt Rule is a great, great guy to have in this conference for a plethora of reasons, but boy, I don't know how long he's going to hang around, but I hope it's for a long time because he is a special guy and it is great. Absolutely great to have him in this conference. Um, Let's talk about this Baylor team for a second here. Jacob Zeno, at quarterback, was 10 times what I saw to Jerry Bohannon. Even the touchdown pass from Jerry Bohannon, the backup quarterback who came in when Charlie Brewer went down, his touchdown pass, I mean, he's like throwing off his front foot. Looked like me in a flag football game. Uh, Jerry Bohannon, if, now I know, you know, this is not a conversation for right now, but whenever Charlie Brewer's handing off that torch, I'd feel a heck of a lot better with Jacob Zeno. lot smoother in the pocket. I mean, Jerry Bohannon looked like a guy who was just kind of a, a running back turned into a quarterback for the day. I, I, I know he was the Arkansas Player of the Year a couple of years back, but man, he is not somebody right now I would have any confidence in being the permanent quarterback at Baylor. Now, I know that's over a year away. I'm just saying, based on what I saw, uh, Zeno far more polished as a passer. And give Lincoln Riley and give Jalen Hurts and give this OU football program credit because after that Kansas State game, I said to myself, not only am I questioning whether or not this team can you know, win the rest of its games, be a Big 12 chance and have a shot at the college football playoff, I wasn't sure they could do it based on how that defense was playing in the middle of the season, which was not very good at all. But they turned it around. The defense, after starting off strong under Alex Grinch earlier in the season, went through a midseason swoon and looked really good down the stretch these last few weeks. So give this team credit. They did what they had to do um, and they got the job done, and yes, they did need a little bit of help, but all in all, a great day for OU, fifth straight Big 12 title, something this program had not done since the 1970s. Uh, absolutely incredible. So great job, and congratulations to Lincoln Riley, the Sooners. But uh, I'm not taking anything away from Matt Rule, and he's going to be flipping recruits left and right all over the state of Texas. I mean, right now, if I could play for any coach, any staff in that state. And I am as big a Gary Patterson fan as anybody in the, in the Big 12 or associated with the Big 12. But if I could play for any coach and the staff, which is key, and the staff, it's Matt Rule and the Baylor Bears. I know it's not a popular thing to say, but I, I, I feel strongly about that right now. Uh, what he's got going there on both sides of the ball. Because right now at TCU, if you're an offensive player, if you're a wide receiver, why are you going to TCU? Jalen Rager, to me, is a top five player in the Big 12. He catches like two passes a game right now. T- Gary Patterson's got to figure out that side of the ball. But if, if all else is equal, and I can play for one coach and one staff in this conference in the state of Texas, take out the Big 12, include A&M, include SMU, it's Baylor. I am fascinated to see if Matt Rule can get this team to be a top 15, top 20 recruiting class year in, year out, based on the success that they are having right now. It's going to be a lot of fun to follow. Um, let's see. Just looking at some stuff here on Facebook Live. Victor writes, the OU defense came through again. Yes, I believe that's Victor who won our uh, fantasy football um fantasy football contest at heartlandcollegesports.com. So Vic, you got some gear coming your way, man. We'll be in touch. Daniel writes on Facebook Live, any chance Colin Klein goes to CSU? Don't know enough about what's going on with that situation to opine on that right now. But leave your comments on Facebook Live. We're also, of course, on, uh, on Periscope right now as well. So now for the college football playoff. Little drama going into this thing. We knew it was going to be some combination of LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, OU, uh, which is fine by me. I, I, you know, The less drama, the better. Because you give these committee guys too much leeway, they're going to somehow break your hearts and screw it up. So I'm, I'm not sweating that one a whole lot at all. But we got the four teams we expected after last night came to an end. And uh, to be honest, as a Big 12 guy, LSU was the team that I wanted. I wanted Big Twelve SEC. That's what I wanted to see for this conference, uh, because guess what? First off, OU is the kind of offense that I know it's not the offense it was under Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield. Now, Jalen Hurts, you can say the yards have been the same, but he's just not the passer the other two guys are. It's it's very evident he's not the passer the other two guys are. But first off, um, OU is going to put up points against LSU, you know? We're going to get a real taste of the fact that uh, the SEC, the defenses, never as good as they're hyped up to be, but I love when the Big 12 gets to play an SEC team and prove to them that their defenses are never as good as, uh, you know, those on the inside of the SEC and their fanboys in the media make them out to be. So this was the matchup I wanted. First off, I think it's the matchup that OU fans should want. I think it's the matchup Lincoln-Riley should want because on the other side of the ball, a lot of what LSU does offensively are things that Big 12 teams have maybe not seen a ton of this year, but just just know. They know those schemes pretty well. So part of LSU's success is that the SEC defenses aren't used to seeing that type of offense. And I hope Lincoln-Riley brings in Bob Stoops because Bob Stoops... Knows how to beat SEC teams in bowl games to his credit. Just look at that uh, Sugar Bowl in one of his last years against Alabama. And I, I want this to be an all hands on deck. Bring back stoops, go through the schemes, watch the tape together, have some fun with this as you are analyzing this LSU team. And I saw that OU opened up as an 11 and a half point dog. That's ridiculous. That is freaking ridiculous that OU is an 11 and a half point underdog in this game. And based on what I heard this morning from some of the talking heads, you'd think it's like, it's a three-way playoff. Clemson, Ohio State, LSU. OU's just kind of there for the ride. As if, uh, you know, this is the NFL and they're the team that went eight and eight or seven and nine to win their division and got a home game out of it, but it's going to get blown out. I, that, that is not fair to this OU team. All right? I mean, that's the way the media has been talking about it, though. And it's wildly unfair. It's also wildly inaccurate if you actually watch the games as well. I mean, this this OU team can, if it's healthy, push LSU to the brink. LSU barely beat Texas earlier in the year. Now, it was a good win. And Tom Herman's teams play better starting the year than they do ending the year. But still, they beat they beat Texas by a touchdown. And they needed a late score to get that win. I Let's let's stop with this. Uh, LSU is going to sleepwalk through this game. It's going to be no contest. They're already booking their uh, trip to the national championship game. Stop. All right. Adam writes on uh, Facebook Live, Pete, the Gooners are going to get smoked by the Tigers. I, I'm not seeing why or how, Adam. I'm not seeing it, man. I know you're an Oklahoma State guy based on your uh, profile picture there. But I'm not sure what you're basing that off of. I don't. Joel writes on uh, Facebook Live: Pete Lincoln Riley to the Cowboys? Question mark. You know, I'm more of a college guy than an NFL guy. But how Jason Garrett still has that job is beyond. I can't figure it out. I don't know if he's got nude pics of Jerry Jones or what's going on there. But uh, it's amazing he's still employed. Absolutely amazing he's still got a job. So if I'm Jerry Jones, you know, I know Urban Meyer's name is being talked about. Uh, Lincoln Riley's in the mix. I'd look at Riley, but I'll tell you what, if I'm a Lincoln Riley, I'm not taking the job. I got a young family. I can be here at OU for 20, 25 years. I'm still in my mid-30s. Why am I jumping at that job right now? I, I know the Cowboys have a ton of talent. I know it's the premier job, uh, but you know I, I'm just not seeing it. Uh, on Facebook Live, Pete, have you watched the games? You're smoking crack, you gooner you forgot K-State beat them, and they barely squeaked by Baylor twice. Yeah, Baylor's a top 10 team in the country, man. And you know what? K-State's pretty damn good on the road. Now, they had a stretch there in that K-State game. They were outscored 41-6. to That was a bad 30 minutes of football, but let's not act like a loss to K-State on the road is some type of embarrassment. All right? OU, by the way, the defense is getting better. If Alex Grinch has this defense playing, and there's no reason to believe that he won't, Have this defense playing like it did the last couple of weeks, this is going to be a hell of a game. And I'm going to hammer OU plus 11.5 in this matchup coming up on December 28th. And I'm curious to see which way the line moves, by the way. I want to see if the line is moving in favor of OU or against OU. You know, I know all the fanboys, they might be hammering the SEC money there, but uh, I think that's going to be a bad, bad bet. LSU minus double digits. Are you kidding me right now? I, I, I don't see it. Now, uh, I thought the committee did screw it up though. Like I wanted OU to play LSU, but I thought the committee screwed it up. I thought Ohio State should have been number one based on how they played down the stretch here, beating three ranked teams in a row, Penn State, Michigan, and then Wisconsin on Saturday night. Uh, you know, whereas LSU closed the season, Arkansas, A&M, and then Georgia yesterday. So I thought, you know, I know that Ohio State came out of the gates pretty slow. I understand that. But third-ranked game in a row, that's tough to do. By the way, the Big Ten, like the Big 12, plays nine conference games. The SEC plays eight. That way they can fit in all their little cupcake games, you know. So uh, I think the Big Ten and the SEC, if all else is equal— Big 10 should get the edge. But that being said, as, an, as you know a Big 12 guy wanting to see the Big 12 succeed, this was the better matchup. This was the matchup I wanted for OU. Because don't forget, the Big 12's the only Power 5 conference to not win a game in the college football playoff. Even the Pac-12 has done it with Oregon back in the first year, uh, getting a win in the college football playoff semifinal. So this is the only conference that has yet that has yet to win a game in the college football playoff. That's concerning. On Facebook Live, Pete, as a devout Baylor Bear at the game yesterday, OU's line was impressive, along with their ability to stop our run. And other than Zeno's deep passes, they shut down the air attack. Yeah, I mean, this, this OU defense is playing really damn good football right now. And we can't take that away from them. They are playing really good football. I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. And guys, uh, now that we've got bowl season underway, the college football playoff, a great time to get in with our friends at mybookie.ag. And when you use the promo code Big 12, that's Big 1-2, you get a 50% sign-up bonus, free play money. You don't have to unlock it. They just put it right in your account. So you put in 100, You get 50. You put in 500, you get 250. You don't have to unlock the money. It just goes right into your account. You can place the bets. So, you know, we've got bowl season coming through. We're going to be doing all our picks. Uh, We hit our pick on Saturday. I had Baylor plus 10. So we are rocking and rolling. Our picks the last month, 16, 4, and 2. You can't beat that on our Big 12 picks against the spread. So we'll have Big 12 bowl picks as well. So uh, check out our friends at mybookie.ag promo code BIG12. That's BIG12 for a 50% sign up bonus. We love those guys. You're helping out Heartland College Sports Weekly when you do it. And by the way, you know who else you're helping out? You're helping out yourself because you're going to have some fun. Uh, Baylor against Georgia was apparently just announced in the uh, bowl games. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I think Baylor's got a great chance in that game. Now, Georgia fans and SEC fans in general, they're going to, you know, bitch and moan. And, and if they lose the game, just like they did to Texas last year, they'll be like, well, we didn't care because we only care about national championships in the college football playoff. But if you're Baylor, go out there and rip their heads off. Seriously, just go do it. Stick it to the SEC, stick it to ESPN, stick it up all their rear ends for all I care. Uh, I, love, I love Baylor in that game because, you know what? I think that after the top couple of teams in the SEC, everybody else is wildly overrated because they lost good games. That's what matters. In in the SEC, you have to lose good games to get ahead. That's how you have a good resume in the SEC, by losing games. Quite a concept. Quite a freaking concept. It's unbelievable. Um, Can I share this with you as well? LSU, by the way, I got... uh, if you know Twitter and you know social media, freezing cold takes is a Twitter account that like finds old takes from media members and puts them up when they look really bad in hindsight. So I had one of those. I had one of those because I wrote on heartlandcollegesports.com back in May of 2018 that Joe Burrow made a mistake going uh, going to LSU, transferring from Ohio State to LSU. Now, by the way, I didn't see anything wrong with that uh, at the time. I mean, LSU is where quarterbacks go to die. And that's what I wrote on heartlandcollegesports.com in May of 2018. So someone at freezing cold takes found this and, you know, they ran with it. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Uh, if, If you're, you know, if you think that's a freezing cold take, be my guest. But can we not forget, here's what I specifically wrote. First off, I guess Burrow really wants to tank his career. I kid somewhat, but LSU is basically where quarterbacks go to die. So I'm not sure why Burrow will be any different than the other four and five-star recruits who failed me expectations in Baton Rouge. And Burrow looked like that last year. The difference is Joe Brady. That's the difference. So I don't think it's that bad of a take because we saw Burrow last year without Joe Brady, and he was mediocre. And now he's great this year with Joe Brady. That's credit to Joe Brady. That's not credit or as much credit. To Joe Burrow, some but not that much, right? So freezing cold takes gets a hold of this. So then I have LSU fans hammering me on social media, and uh, you know if you think some of the Big Twelve fan bases are brutal, there's no worse fan base I've learned to realize than LSU. I have somebody send me this following note on Instagram: "Quote you effing." And when I use the word effing, I'm actually just abbreviating it to keep this uh, keep this clean. You effing retard. You said LSU is where quarterbacks go to die. And now Burrow is setting records at LSU. You lousy, disgusting looking piece of effing trash with your joke of a family. End quote. That was one note I received on Instagram. The other note I received on Instagram at Pete Mundo, this must effing hurt you effing scrub. Get a life you loser. Never make predictions again. Uh, LSU fans sound like a great bunch. Great bunch. You know, I root for the Big 12. I don't root for teams in the Big 12. I hope, like all hell, that the Oklahoma Sooners go out there and beat the living piss out of the LSU Tigers. I don't want to hear Coach O's drawl anymore. I don't want to hear how Joe Burrow is the next Tom Brady because he got a great offensive coordinator. I don't want to hear any of that. I want to see this OU offense just stick it to an LSU defense that has been uh, mediocre at best all year. And I want to see this damn OU team show LSU and show the SEC and show every college football fan and every media member in this country that this team and this conference is playing defense this year. And they've each had their blinders on and have not watched it and have not seen it, and don't want to admit that's the case. That's what I want to see. A big middle finger to everybody involved. Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. Really appreciate you guys as always. I, I'm saddened the season is over, but it is, of course, bowl season. So we'll be with you for the entire stretch. MyBookie.ag, promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, for a 50% sign-up bonus. Get in your deposits now. Get ready for bowl season. We're, of course, going to have our picks as the uh, bowl games get released. And we appreciate you guys a lot. If you're on the podcast, leave that rating, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and we will uh, we will check it out. We will be with you guys here coming up on, uh, I guess, middle of the week on the podcast, all right? Leave that rating review, subscribe, by the way, and we will get you a free koozie in the mail. Email it to me, Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O at heartlandcollegesports.com. Victor writes, uh, Pete, the OU team is going to put up a great playoff performance. I'm so excited. I hope so, Victor. We got a lot of time to analyze all of that uh, coming up here in just um, over the next few weeks, all right? Love you guys. We'll talk to you soon.